welcome to Overcoming, the podcast to support you in your healing, growth, and overcoming journey. My name is Taylor, I am your host, and I'm here to support you through tools, resources, and also shared lived experiences to inspire you to take back your life regardless of life's messiness. I am also a doctor of occupational therapy, certified trauma professional, and survivor who's been healing for years to remind you that anything is possible. Before we get started, I want to remind you that there is a trigger warning present throughout this entire podcast just due to the heavy nature of trauma and also shared stories from our guests. Additionally, this is for educational purposes only. Make sure that you are checking out and going to see your medical providers and psychology professionals for individualized advice. Again, take care of yourself. If you need crisis resources, they are on my website. You can also contact the emergency services. And now that all of that is out of the way, I invite you to take some deep breaths, ground yourself, and join me in this overcoming journey. everyone and welcome to a spontaneous live recording of overcoming the podcast we're going to be talking about the new year and i find this interesting i'm kind of shifting the way that i'm doing this but i'm literally recording the podcast that you guys are going to hear right now it is being live broadcast um so i'm not editing i am not redoing this i'm literally just recording the podcast that is coming out this week with y'all so ta-da, um, we're talking about the new year and all of the challenges and that brings and the shifts and how we and survivors are able to feel like we have a hold of this self-growth thing and what that kind of looks like. So yeah, for those of you coming in right now, we're I'm live broadcasting while I'm also recording for what's gonna be the podcast. So here's to hoping that things work out okay. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about the new year. Um, so 2023. So first of all, before we jump into what the new year is, let's talk about what the new year resembles for a lot of us. So many of us survivors I know have been coming off this lull of the holidays and then there are these big transitions. And then we also get to this period where the holidays not only makes us think about the past and maybe some past triggers or things that are coming up and comparing and all of this comparison in our brain as to what other people's families look like or how other people are spending the holidays, et cetera, et cetera. However, what also comes with that is right after the holiday of Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate, then comes the new year. And the new year is the ultimate time for reflecting and seeing what doesn't fit and how you feel moving forward. And a lot of the times us survivors are already in this shame comparison ugh, mindset. And so when we're in this ugh, mindset, then moving forward, it really can make us feel worse about ourselves. And so we're looking at 2023 now and we're saying, okay, I feel bad. I need to be different. And so then what, then, then what do we do? Then how do we move forward? Right. And so I think that the challenge for us is how do we continue to grow in a way that doesn't make us feel like a failure? How do we continue to move forward and take steps forward and feel like we can grow and invite these new things into our life and, and work deeper in healing without feeling like we're not enough and without feeling like a failure. And the answer is not as easy as you think. I think the answer comes down to what is important to you. And there's this saying in the new year where it's like, new you, new me. And I hate that. I hate that saying um, with a passion because it made me feel like every time I had this pressure to be something different because I am not enough as I am. I have to be a different me because who I am is not okay to everyone else's standards, right? So when I say new year, new me, woohoo, like this is this is this really exciting thing. However, it's completely disregarding all of the work that I've done. It's completely taking me away from my authentic self. It's completely having me compare into 
everyone else around me and their standards and what the world says I should be instead of who I am. So we are squashing the idea of new year, new me. And for those listening, new year, new you, you are not a different you. You will not be a different you. Instead, you will grow into a more authentic version of yourself. You're not just a different human being. You are uniquely you. You have so much value. You have so much to give the world. So why do we feel like when the new year hits, we need to abandon who we are and make these changes so we're more acceptable to ourselves and others? Because that's that's not okay and that's not in alignment. So the shift is figuring out instead of the judgment and the shame and I have to and this is what the world expects of me and all of this marketing of you're not enough that we get around this time of year. I invite you to shift into a mindset of gentleness, into compassion, into I am enough, I am worthy, I do have value, and I can accept that I am worthy and valuable as I am and still work to improve. I can accept that This is okay to be where I am. I am valid in all seasons of me. And still, I can work to grow. And as we work to grow and move forward, that comes down to peeling off the layers of who the world told us we were. Peeling off the trauma responses of what we had to be in order to survive. Peeling back from everything everyone else told us we were that was acceptable, all pieces of us that were that were pushed away, that were shunned down, that were silenced and made small. It is allowing ourselves to welcome home all of those pieces of us with gentleness and compassion and let ourselves lead the way. So this year, I, in 2022, this is what I did for myself. I learned how to listen to myself. I learned how to incorporate different pieces of myself that I've been pushing away. Now, I'm not by any means saying that I am there or I am perfect. But what I will say is the person who walked into this year and the person who is walking out of this year is different. Not in the way that I am a different person, but that I am now more of my deeper authentic self because I have integrated more parts of me, the dark and the light, the inner child, the inner teen, and this adulty adult-ish person you see in front of you. It is about the integration of all things that are you in order to progress sustainably. So this year, we I decided to kind of start you off in what I've been doing this whole year. I'm starting off with the new year choose you challenge and moving forward. That is finding activities and ways and little things that you can do on a path to self-discovery, to going deeper, to working through these layers of things that come up in resistance that pull us away from who we are to then be able to progress in a way that works for our brains, our bodies, our responses. And that's what makes sense to us. Because this time of year tells us that we need to be cookie cutter like everyone else. Compare, compare, compare. You're not here. You're not enough. You're not here. You're not enough. Here's this big plan. Here's this big goal that you're probably not going to put much effort into because gosh, it's overwhelming. You can't even think about breaking down baby steps, but you need to be this. And so when we come off the holidays already feeling like, gross about ourselves, feeling like there must be something wrong with me because my family isn't the same, or I'm not feeling safe, or I'm not feeling happy or whatever it is. And we step in this new season and we easily get manipulated by all of the marketing. And I'm not standing for it. Like I'm not doing it. I used to be that person who did. And you know what? I'm someone who this showed up the most with my weight. I actually just recorded a podcast today where we were talking about one of the topics that came up as body image issues. And how it was because of the people in my life who told me that I should look a certain way, that I was disgusting, that no one would love me, blah, 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 that I every year was like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. This is my thing. I'm going to lose weight. And I would say that to myself. And then I would come up with this like 
exact thing that everyone else tells me I should do, knowing that I do things differently. And at the time I was, I was terrified to even show up in a group workout class because I felt so disgusting. And I knew I wasn't going to be good at anything related to fitness at first. So I was like, well, I'm just going to force myself to go. And I was miserable and I was triggered and I was insecure and it didn't work for me, but I was told this is how it should work. So I kept trying to force it. The super restrictive diets that should work. This absolutely will help you lose weight. I know this, this is, you know, this is all of the things that, that if you cut down calories and you do this with exercise, you will lose weight. But what happens for me is even though this is the way that the rest of the world does it, I was so focused on, I need to, in my mind, I need to lose weight in order to be seen as worthy, as valuable, as not even worthy or valuable, just not gross. I'm not much different now from what I was then, but I used to see myself as utterly disgusting. And so when I would come at this mindset of I'm gross, I hate myself. I need to change something. Something's got to give. I don't like doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways, because I have to, when I come at the mindset of, I have to, I need to change. And the negativity from my own perspective of myself, I failed every time, or I would make progress. And I would get to the point where I was like, Ooh, I hit my goal weight, which I don't believe in by anymore, by the way, very body overall positive here. Um, however, I would just, that, that's how I would measure things. Okay. I hit my goal weight. And then I would sabotage because my belief within did not support what I had produced for myself. And also I was exhausting myself to get to this and it was not sustainable. So then the last probably three years, but highly the last like one and a half to two, I really started shifting my mindset as to why I wanted to do the things I wanted to do. Was it really about losing weight? No, it was no longer about losing weight because I felt gross because whatever. It was about helping myself feel stronger. It was about helping myself feel healthier because I was in a spot part where I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't walking. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't as, as healthy as was, would be supportive for the space that I was in, in my life. And so when I shifted my mindset to, okay, I care about myself. I love myself. And even if I don't fully love myself yet, I'm going to treat myself as if I love myself to start forming some habits in a, in a better way. And so then what happened there is I started showing up for myself more. And in those times when I slept into the gym or I didn't do, I didn't follow this meal plan or whatever it is, I stopped abandoning myself because it wasn't about following this strict thing. It wasn't about setting myself to this impossible standard. The mindset shift went from hitting all these goals, doing it this exact way to doing this because it's important to me and caring for me and it's going to help me. And I'm investing into myself. And that doesn't have to be every day. And that doesn't have to be perfectly consistent like everyone else says it should be because it is for me. So if I get off track or I, I miss a deadline or whatever in my mind, I don't hate myself for it. I don't you know, I'm not the one who's beating myself down mentally. Instead, I'm like, okay, we've got this. We do this for us. We're not accountable to anyone else. This is something that we're doing for us. And so then I started going because I liked it. And then I found something that worked for me and a gentle movement in my body and started with yoga. And then I went to Pilates and then that started helping some of my issues with my scoliosis and my joints that were that, you know, all of the high impact exercises didn't work for me that I was trying to force all the time because that's what everyone told me it had to work. And obviously this is just an example in physical health, but I started losing weight. I started getting the benefits that I was looking for, but when that wasn't the focus, because I didn't feel like I, I felt gross and horrible and I had to stick to everything else, then that's when I could progress. And that's when sustainable change happened. 
And I guarantee you that I don't do things in my life, especially like physically that anyone who was a professional in this area would say, yeah, that's what you should be doing. But I do things in a way that works for me. I listen to my body and I'm very comfortable with where I am. I notice the difference in myself when I exercise and when I don't. And so that feedback for myself then propels me forward. That feedback allows me to say, oh, this, this is something when I invest in this time for myself, this is the reward I get. And that is feeling better. And I found that that was a key to my mental health, my physical health, my, my pain and all of the things, but it was never about the losing weight. It was never about the actual goal. What actually was underlying behind the goal was that I felt miserable being myself. I was told by the world and my parents that I was gross and no one would love me. So I was trying to change this inner mindset through all of these outward things that I could achieve, achieve, achieve. Look, this is proof. This is proof that I am enough. This is proof that I am not gross. This is proof that I deserve to be as worthy as anyone else because this is what the world tells me to do. But that's not what I was after. And so as we step into the new year, instead of going to this space of not enough, having these things where we're going to be reworking our wounds and redoing these patterns, these things and saying, I must be like everyone else. It's taking steps into ourselves. It's listening to our bodies. It's discovering who we even are in order to create a life of alignment that is authentic to us. That what is behind that feeling of wanting to go out more often? What is the thing that is behind that goal of wanting to start a podcast? What is that thing? Is it to be seen and heard? Is it to share our voice? Is it to feel like we have more of things together? What is your reason behind the goal that you're attempting to set? And that is the key to starting. Starting with the why. So this month, the way that I've started is how I'm helping you all start. So on Patreon, what we're doing as I'm kind of doing this like new year, choose you challenge, kind of cheesy sounding, but bear with me. The idea is that instead of this new version of you, you are choosing yourself and investing into yourself as a path of self-discovery. It is going deeper. It is figuring out and integrating the parts of you that were made to feel small. The things in you that say you're not enough. The compassion and the love and the gratitude. And there'll be some inner child stuff and some coping skills and things like that. But it's really about who am I now that I have been through this stuff? Who have I always been that I have been told was not enough? If I've been people-pleasing for mostly my entire life, then who even am I? What do I even like? How do I even work best? What kind of things do I enjoy? What hobbies would be fulfilling for me? And so it's the self-exploration of who am I and how do I start? And again, this is not a new you. You are uniquely made. You are exactly who you are supposed to be. And it's not worth attempting to be like anyone else in this world because you have a purpose you have unique value. The world needs 
you. So who are you to deny yourself and the world who you are? And for me, one of the motivators was the people in my life told me who to be, said that I wasn't enough, and it didn't matter what I did. It was at the cost. If I, if I were to please them, then I were to hate myself. If I were to please them, I would wind up in places that didn't make me happy because it wasn't aligned with me. But now, since I did in this last year, I connected deeply with my inner child and I did that inner child challenge in April. I set boundaries in my life. I started exploring what I liked. I started sharing all parts of me, allowing that safety, finding safety within myself to then allow these things to continue, controlling who was in my life and what I was doing and and my habits and those small things in ways that worked for me, little by little, piece by piece, that worked for me and my brain to then go, ah, This is a life that works for me. This is who I am. This makes me happy. This doesn't work for me. This is hard for me. This is something that I need to continue to work on. But if I come from this place of what does the world need me to be because I feel like I'm not enough, so how do I make myself enough? You're not going to get anywhere because the failure just confirms that you're not enough. So my challenge to you all, whether you officially join me in this challenge or not, is to treat yourself with gentleness and compassion. And everything that I do here on this page is to remind you that you're not alone. You are valid. All parts of you, all versions of you, all emotions of you are enough and are valid. And this is no different. And as we step more into healing and to growth, and and I'm all for self-improvement, but if we do not have that foundation of I am enough, I am valid, then the moment we're off base It confirms all of these fears and these negative things that we have about ourselves. So even if you're not there yet, this is steps to help you get there. And the community, especially in Patreon, is here to remind you, you are enough. You are not alone. You are valid. Your setbacks do not determine who you are. Your story is not who you are. Your trauma is not who you are. Who the world tells you you are is not who you are. Who your parents tell you you are is not who you are. You are the only one who knows who you are. And internally and intuitively, every single person knows how to heal. Healing is simple, it is not easy. The steps to healing seem very simplistic. Set a boundary. Discover yourself. Process your emotions. Blah, 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 blah. All the things that we can do, right? It seems like it should be straightforward. But the complexity is found when we actually do the work. Because of all of the layers of conditioning and stuff that has come up for us, whether it's trauma responses, it's how we show up in the world, whatever this may be, that's where the work is because internally we assign so much meaning to that. But our little soul, our little home, we just want to be heard. We just want to be accepted. We want to be seen. We want to be valued and we want all of these things. We want to be loved, all of these things, right? But in healing, what you recognize is the only person who can give you 
what you are ultimately looking for is yourself. You are the only person who can give yourself what it is you want out of life. Your mindset is a huge determining factor in the fulfillment of your life. And as trauma survivors, that has been tainted with all of these negative limiting beliefs of I'm the problem. I'm not enough. My brain isn't enough. I'm different from everyone else. Gosh, I can't do this. Some people have the advantage. They grew up in loving, supportive environments that allowed them to build resilience, to feel like they could do anything, to take on the world. And they do because these things don't stop them. But for us, we have to learn this now because no one gave us the safety relationally, emotionally, physically to get what we needed. So now it's on us. And as survivors, many of us who are in childhood trauma, there's this thing they talk about in the adult children of emotionally immature parents book about the healing fantasy. And that is that someone else will come in and save us. And yet the only one who can actually quote unquote save us is us as an adult. That is because only we know who we are and healing put very simply and is complex. The simplest way that I can explain healing is coming back to yourself and peeling back the layers of all that has happened to you, of all of the conditioning and allowing yourself to just be and express and blossom and shine. It is getting through the junk to uncover your authentic self. So no, this is not a new year, new me. You are who you have always been. You are simply peeling back the layers of junk that is hiding who you are, which is someone who has inherent value, which is someone who is uniquely gifted and beautiful and wonderful and loved. And that may feel really icky in your body, just hearing that. It did for me for a long time too. You are the only one who has the ability to change that for yourself. At some point, you have to start deciding to fight for yourself. Not a lot of people choose to go on these healing journeys. Not a lot of people have the ability to look within. Not a lot of people even have the ability to see what happened to them was wrong and the willingness to even want to think about breaking a cycle. The willingness to look at themselves and see what part of my behavior is unhealthy. You, right now, just by being here, just by listening to this, is far beyond what most people get to in their entire lives. And this is confirmed by your own family line, seeing the patterns of trauma that they didn't do, that they didn't change. I personally believe that you are the chosen person to break this for yourself. And maybe there's a ripple effect on others. Who knows? Maybe you'll have a podcast like me someday. Ask me years ago, I would have been like, (laughs) forget it. There's no way I could speak like this. But because I have been able to connect with my authentic self, I am able to let that light shine. And what is meant for me is just coming to me. 
I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be anyone different. Just what is meant for me, the happiness, the fulfillment, the opportunities, whatever is meant to be in my path is just showing up. Everyone asked me like February of this year, when I gained 15,000 followers in three days after I had been talking to about a thousand or some odd people for almost two years, what did you do? How, how did you do that? And my answer has always been the same. I stopped limiting myself. I stopped limiting myself and I started just showing up as myself unfiltered. There wasn't a magic algorithm trick. There wasn't a a manipulative strategy. I just showed up. And that video that I shared that, that went viral first, because I had been showing up, but the other one is like, I stopped hiding behind all the trending things. And I stopped hiding behind all of these different masks, essentially on my page. I let, I let the world see me to a point, but In February, I had nothing to lose. I just got to the point where I was deeply triggered and my greatest fear had just happened right in front of my face. It would have stopped me so many times. And I was like, I have nothing to lose. I'm just going to be authentically me about this experience, about what this is. And I'm going to walk through this and I'm just going to share about it. That's what I was talking about. Your nervous system is not your enemy. I was deeply triggered by my abuser showing up on this page. A day later, there y'all were. And it wasn't just that video. That's not what did it. It's because I had been showing up and sharing the things that were important, using my voice, using the ability to connect with people saying, hi, this is my story and I know some things. The connection is the ability to manifest success, but you can't authentically connect with others unless you authentically connect with yourself fully. I mean, you can, but it's, it's not as powerful. That's for sure. But like, I got to the point where I was like, hi, this is me. I don't care. I I start to know who I am and I still had some work ahead of me, but I was starting to be like, this is my voice. I'm not filtering myself. And then everyone who saw that video went back to all of the things that I had been doing that didn't get any feedback for the last two years. Thank you for this. I feel so seen. Wow. Oh my gosh. This makes so much sense. Thank you for saying this this way. I've never thought someone would think like me. All of these ways that I had been invalidating myself for the last two years of, well, this isn't going to do anything. Why am I even doing this? I've had this gut feeling. This is really important. Why am I doing this? This doesn't even matter. No one thinks like me. No one does like this. I can't help people. Just degrading myself over and over and over. And then in one moment, when I'm fully unfiltered and and completely myself, then there it all is. And everything before that was just validated. It's because of my ability to show up as myself to believe in myself, to stop caring or letting, not caring because I do care sometimes, but stop letting what people think or feel that is in opposition of me, stop letting that to define my life. But even in order to get there, you have to start at understanding who you are, where you want to go. What's your favorite color? I didn't know if my favorite color was my favorite color or if people told me it should be my favorite color. It starts that simple. And in January, we're starting with the beginning of reprogramming your subconscious brain that always sees the scary, the negative, the we must stay, we must protect ourselves, all of that. We're going to start with gratitude. And I know that sounds small. But there's research behind us looking for the small things in life because as survivors, the small things are the big things. Especially in certain stages of our healing, we don't get a lot of wins. So when we start programming our brain to look for 
the small wins, the small moments of appreciation, of presence, of connection. And we're thankful for that. It's one of the first ways that you can start to work with your subconscious mind. And so that's day one of the challenge. I shared it with you. Feel free to start it now. What are you thankful for? I mean, there'll be more to it, but. So I encourage you to look behind why you are feeling not enough. To look behind why you feel like you need to be a certain thing why something sticks out to you, why you connect with this community, what's different, why do you connect with my voice, what in me and what I am saying is awakening a part in you that wants to be seen. Because that's the other really powerful thing is that the world is our mirror. People, the environments, the opportunities, they are a mirror for what we are capable of. When you see someone's success or you see a quality about someone, you're like, wow, that is amazing. I wish I could be that. You're only able to see it because it is within you. You're only able to see it because it is within you. It doesn't mean that there aren't layers, there aren't things, that there's muck that we have to work through in order to get there. But I used to look at these people who were sharing their stories, who were making a difference and just like, oh, I wish I could do that. It just pulled at my heart. Like, I want to be able to do that. I look up to you so much. How? How do you help people like that? How can you just share so openly? Flash forward a few years and a whole lot of work later. And this has a whole lot to do with my purpose. It was within me all along. But I had to figure out what that was in me. That was done through my authentic self in my own lens. And I don't know if you've ever heard that even like there's, there's this whole saying in the world of business that even if someone is doing the same thing, it will never be done the same as you do it. Why? They are not you and you are not them. Think of like Burger King and McDonald's. Very similar idea, different. All of us survivor pages, similar ideas, different. It is the authenticity and the voice of the person and the connection and the ability and whatever is aligns in their community. A lot of our survivor communities overlap because many of us are aligned with the same message and the same thing. But there are some people who want to work deeper with others, like Marissa. Marissa has coaching. Marissa is a fabulous coach. Marissa is for some people while I am not for them. But if you think vice versa, there are some people who resonate with me and want to do coaching with me and go deeper with me because they feel safe and connected in whatever way that it's an alignment for them that they don't with Marissa. That doesn't mean that either one of us is not valuable. Shout out to you, Marissa. You just popped up in my head as an example. (laughs) She's a little bent, not broken, by the way. It doesn't mean that either one of us doesn't have value just because someone is choosing to go deeper with one person over the other. It just means that the alignment is important, that we are aligned with something different. We're not less than. We're not comparing ourselves as to who's better. When you come from a place 
of finding your authentic self, you stop judging others as much too. You appreciate the ability for others to show up as them. You appreciate people's differences. I would have never thought that I could be in a relationship with someone who was different than me. We had to be so similar. We had to have the same hobbies, we had to have all the things. And one of my most serious relationships as I started healing was with someone who was almost entirely my opposite. And I loved him dearly. And we taught each other so much. But when I was looking for those relationships that were like me, I wasn't looking for someone to be like me. I was looking for an external version of myself that I could love. And when I shifted to being able to start to give myself what I was looking for, I no longer needed everyone to be a clone of me. I have friends that are different. I have friends that we have similar interests, of course. That's how you bond. That's how you connect, right? But I was able to be in a relationship where this person is like my polar opposite. Where I was in a relationship for a long time, whatever you want to call it, situationship, for someone who was very similar to me. But it was not good for me because we also had all of the the shadow and the hard and the dark parts that we hadn't been working on healing. We're just reflecting in each other back and forth. And it was a miserable time. We're good now. We're at, he's, he's in my life now. We're good. But like, I wouldn't be able to be where I am in all of these spaces in my life if I didn't work to find myself first but you're not going to figure out who you are if you treat yourself the way that the really toxic negative people in your life have. If you let their narrative take over your mind. If you let what they've always told you that your limitations are define you. This is your act of rebellion. This is your act of liberation. The best and most important thing you can do for yourself is learning how to reclaim yourself. Like I said many times in this podcast, you are not a new you. You don't change. You just learn to become more of you. When we change ourselves, that's fake. When we change ourselves, that's trying to be what everyone thinks we should be or to be accepted or to be loved or all of these things that we're looking for. When we accept ourselves, that is where the magic can begin. So if you are ready to work towards a journey of self-understanding and self-acceptance, and self-compassion to start giving yourself all of those things that you're looking for that the world cannot give you. The only thing that the world can give you is support, material things, connections, yes, but you cannot get all of your core needs met by external sources. The love and the belonging and the want to be seen and the want to be heard, it comes from you. And honestly, a lot of it comes through your relationship with your inner child. The wounded parts of us that are trying to drive to desperately connect and look for what they feel they lack. When our higher self and our more authentic self can start to come in and say, hey, We've got this. You need to be upset. It's you're okay to be upset. One of my very favorite things to say when someone is upset or anything else is that's valid. You are valid. Regardless of if I agree, their emotional expression is valid. Their thoughts are valid. Because your validity does not change based on a situation. 
there are consequences in all of these things, but you and an internal response, if you feel upset because I gave you an RBF and you think that means I hate you, that's valid. Your internal experience is valid. Do I really hate you? Or was I maybe just in my head or thinking of something else that had nothing to do with you? That's another piece of the puzzle. But your feelings about an external situation are valid. And it says something about your own experience that possibly if you automatically see that and jump to that conclusion that that person doesn't like me and that person is is a mean person, maybe you've had an experience similar where your brain is connecting to a pattern that Someone who was more cold or standoffish didn't like me and I did something wrong and that's how I knew. The way we think, the way we react, the connections we make, make a lot of sense based on what we've been through. It's repeating a pattern. And when we start to recognize that behavior as a response, those emotions as a response that makes sense based on something that happened to us. We stop judging and shaming ourselves. And instead we say, okay, how do we work with this? This is not me. This is something that happened to me. This is not who I am. So who am I? And that's what we're doing in January. Helping you to uncover your authentic self. It is not going to be exactly what I tell you to do. It is not going to be, this is what your authentic self looks like. Find this. I am a guide. I am a support. And there are activities and there are prompts and there are things that you can reflect on. But ultimately, even in my coaching, I'm not going to tell you the answer. I'm going to give you the skills and empower you and support you in finding your answer. When someone tells you they have the solution, they can't have the end-all be-all solution for you because you are uniquely you, your brain, your values, your beliefs the way your life operates, you are uniquely you. So the strong coaches and supporters and therapists and and anyone in, in this healing sphere give you space to discover, give you space to express, give you space to feel while reminding you that you are valid, you are enough giving you tools. And my therapist helps me work through some of the stuff, but even when I'm working through some of the stuff, the processing of the things comes from me first. And then she gives some feedback as to, this is what I know. Does this make sense to you? Does this fit with your situation? Now that I've shared this information that is objectively out there, does this fit you? If it doesn't, it's okay. It's a guide. It's not a force. We're not forcing here. We're guiding and empowering. Helping facilitate your own problem solving. Helping helping aid you in your own self-discovery, but not giving you the concrete answers. And that may be really frustrating and some people might hate me right now for saying that. There's research, there's all the things, that's fine. Everyone is uniquely different. That's why I'm big on expanding your toolbox. Talk about like the trauma, the trauma toolbox, the trauma toolkit is giving you as many tools as I can for then you to figure out what works for what job. Maybe this doesn't even fit. Maybe you're in a different country and that tool doesn't even have anything to do with what you are working with. Okay. But the tools are available. You decide how to use them and you have to be the one to work them. So if this resonated and you are looking for community and support and the ability and the reminders to say you are seen, you are heard, you are valid, you are enough, 
come join us on Patreon. We're starting at $3 a month. Anyone who is in Patreon at the basic level will get access to the activities every for the 30 days. I will post about it and we will talk underneath. And everyone will comment of, this is what I've experienced. This is this, whatever. It is a safe space to share, to process, to whatever you want. It is survivors. You log in. It is private. It is not on Instagram. Your mutual people will not see it. I know I have a bit of a reach now, so that's concerning for some people. Patreon is our cozy corner, our space to connect deeper, and I get to support you more in a way that hopefully is more accessible to you, but I can still support. Would love to have you. Okay. So I will be sharing pieces of what I do on social media. I was sharing some of the behind the scenes, but it's not going to be everything. The everything is on Patreon. But I am someone who's not on like hiding everything. I'm, I'm still going to give valuable things. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, if you can't afford to pay for the community, then you get nothing. That's not how I work because that's not why I started this community. But I am giving more to the people who invest because your investment shares a lot about your focus, your ability to be devoted to this. And one of the things that I've been toying with in my mind is that where we invest our money, where we invest our time, whatever it is, shows what we prioritize. Our investment determines what's most important to us. For me in 2023, my investment is shifting to my health that I have neglected for a year. My investment is shifting to expansion and more of community and figuring out how to help you all feel more connected because I know that is a huge, important part in the unlearning and relearning and you need people. So how do I, with this responsibility of this community, how do I help facilitate that? And my answer has been Patreon. So because it is private, it feels safer. And I can also personally, as a creator, do more. It is the connection vessel. So if you are looking to, as you are reflecting and not liking where you are, you're not feeling happy, you're feeling kind of bleh, my response to you as let's start small, let's start with gratitude, let's start with self-compassion and self-discovery. Because if you're not in alignment with your authentic self, it makes it really hard to step forward and create these big goals and maintain that. So however I can support you in that, is what I will do. And the first way that I'm supporting you is in January. My goal is to help many of you here who have been silent, who have just been watching and who have been deciding if they want to trust or, or connect or invest or whatever it may be to feel more comfortable showing up to feel more comfortable advocating and looking for help and going after what they need. Because I am here, I have this. I have the ability to share my voice and all these things and these reels and like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm gonna support you, all the things. But my goal for this year is helping you get back to you. And part of that is the ability to feel comfortable enough to get the help you need. And again, I've said, I'm not someone who's going to give you the guidebook and give you the answers. I'm going to give you the tools and the self-empowerment. And I'm going to remind you over and over and over that you are enough. You are seen, you are heard, you are inherently valuable. You are enough. 
and some ways that you can start believing that about yourself. Right now, you may or may not. When I started this, I sure did not. And I'm I'm going back to this challenge and this discovery because I even need to reconnect with myself. Just because I've I've figured out my authentic self before and I've figured out, you know, I started integrating more parts of me doesn't mean that there isn't more within me that is ready to be seen and ready to come out and be expressed. At any stage of healing, this is important and helpful, I think. But the idea is that it helps bring you into a space that is aligned for you and you alone. No one else can tell you. Sure as heck can support you and give you some tools and you figure out what works and what doesn't. All right. So I am sending you all so much love as you step into the new year in all the seasons of this year and down these many paths of self-discovery. Because that is the important foundation. And I cannot wait to go down this journey with so many of you. Because I see it. I see it now. I literally can close my eyes and I can just see the growth in these human beings, of these people who were hiding, who felt small. And I just see people just like raising their hands, like, I am here. I am ready. I see it. I feel it. And it is part of my responsibility and my purpose to help you see it too and start to step into it. So honestly, that's, that's why I created this. Survivors overcoming silence. Those who were silenced and told they were not enough and crazy and the problem. This is our space of reclaiming and overcoming. And the energy for this next year, this is it. We've been in a heavy two-year period. There's been a lot of inner wounds coming up, which if you recently, like if you haven't seen my 2023 reading, I have that posted on my page. I also do tarot and oracle readings for 2023. If you're interested, reach out to me. It's changing. It's action. It's alignment. It's expansion. It's go time. And it's okay if it's a slow go and a slow start. And it starts with self-discovery. I think that's important to start that way. But it's time. For not letting life pass by and you feel like a shell who's just floating by, going back and forth with the tide. You want to be the crab that gets out of the shell and walks the way you want to walk. I literally just came up with that on the spot. <laughs> I always said that I, I feel like before I knew who I was and expressed who I was and, and just life was pulling me. I felt like a shell of a human being, just being dragged through life, going through the motions. And I now can say that I have an active role in my life. And even though things aren't exactly the way that I would love them to be right now, I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm enough. And this season is enough. And I'm grateful for all of it. And I really want y'all to get there. Because... I could be living in victim mode and being like, eh, eh, this hasn't happened. And why not this? And I'm almost 30 and blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong. I did. I did. I went through this whole, it set me into a depression of I'm not where I want to be. And then I just had this enlightenment of, but you're where you need to be. And there are things that I'm literally just by being myself are in alignment and showing up when they're ready and when they're meant to. And that's okay. And I actually prefer it that way. 
Sometimes it's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle. But I also have peace in knowing that whatever comes my way, I know I can sense what's right and what's not for me. And I've learned enough and I know enough to know how to keep myself safe. And even when there are challenges and obstacles and all of those things that will inevitably come our way and the act of life. Thanks for that, Luke. My dog's like major snoring in the back. I will be able to get through and choose what is right for me. And hopefully, if I'm lucky, discover more pieces of myself along the way. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm actually going to wrap up. I'm actually going to stop recording. And really hope that you choose you in this new year. And come join me if you want. All right. Sending you so much love. Signing off. I am ending this. And that's what we're doing. Good luck in your overcoming journey.